You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. It's a big world out there, and you're just looking for a pat on the back or head. You run around the city, searching for a place to bark, working your tail off with your nose to the ground, sniffing for a few scraps, hoping someone will throw you a bone. You take each lead, collar after collar, hoping one day to take a bite out of success and become the top dog. Fortunately, you come home each day to open arms, open cans, a drink waiting for you, and a comfortable place in front of a TV set. You know you've got it good, really good, because after all, it's a doggy dog world out there. Pet Life Radio presents It's a Doggy Dog World with your host, pet expert, and award-winning author, Liz Palaika, and this week's co-hosts, Kate Abbott and Petra Burke. Welcome to It's a Doggy Dog World. I'm your host, Liz Palaika, and with me today are my good friends, Petra Burke. Hello. And Kate Abbott. How do? And today we're going to talk about old dogs. Old dogs are awesome. There's nothing in the world like an old dog. Old dogs know you probably better than anybody else in the world. They know your moods, good and bad. They know how you react to things. They know your habits. They laugh at you. They laugh at you. (laughs) Maybe they're not as spry as they used to be, and maybe the muscle's a little gray, and the eyes are a little cloudy, and the hips are a little stiff, but old dogs are a treasure. I think it absolutely kills me to see the rescue lists or the pictures of dogs in shelters and you see this gray face that needs a new home. I know uh, Paul and I had gone into a Starbucks the other day for coffee and iced tea and they always have a bulletin board and there was a flyer from one of the local shelters here, local to us, 10 year old dog who'd been abandoned at the shelter and I mean literally he wasn't just turned in his leash was tied to the gate. It's about 10-year-old dog, they guessed, gray muzzle, very cute shepherd-ish kind of guy, and they said he was depressed, he didn't understand, he was confused, and he was, oh, obviously, no and he was obviously grieving. Now, I'd like to think that maybe his owners lost their home in the foreclosure crisis or whatever, but still, there's better ways to do it. And old dogs, they just deserve to live out their life with you. So today, after we have a word from our sponsors, we're going to talk about a variety of different things with old dogs, from recognizing some of the health changes that happen to keeping your old dog busy and keeping his mind sharp. So hold on, listen to a word from our sponsors, and we'll be right back. Sit. Stay. It's a doggy dog world. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Pawfume Dog Grooming and Finishing Spray is proud to be a new sponsor of Pet Life Radio. Pawfume Super Long Lasting Sprays are available in four unique fragrances. Each Pawfume spray is fortified with the finest conditioners and detanglers to make combing out your dog more fun. Pawfume retails for only $2 per 6-ounce bottle. Pawfume is available nationwide at all Dollar General and Family Dollar stores. Why pay more to have your dog smell great? Pawfume, P-A-W-F-U-M-E. It's time for school for you and your friends, your furry best friends. 
Train your dog the fun and easy way with Teacher's Pet Sessions. Teacher's Pet host, Pia Silvani, teaches you step-by-step how to train your dog the fun and easy way. You get eight 30-minute live audio training sessions, complete transcripts of each session, plus a basic training manual to get you and your dog off to a great start. Training begins the moment you bring your dog home. Teacher's Pet Sessions offers positive reinforcement training to shape your dog's behavior and encourages upbeat, enthusiastic responses to ensure that your dog will enjoy learning. Teacher's Pet Sessions dog training is fun at both ends of the leash. So listen, learn, and laugh with your dog with Teacher's Pet Sessions. Get your copy of Teacher's Pet Sessions Volume 1 today. To order, go to TeachersPetSessions.com. Hi, this is Pia Salvani, your host. Bring your dog, tug toy, and treats, and get ready to have some fun. TeachersPetSessions.com Got questions about your hound's health? Need the facts on Fido's fitness or food? You want to unleash your pup's potential? Well, you've come to the right place with Win With Dogs. Here, we learn how easy it is to naturally improve the lives of our furry friends. So sit, stay, and get ready to win with dogs. With me, Raquel Wynn. Exercise, nutrition, interaction, and love make for one healthy, happy hound. Give yourself the gift of knowledge on demand every week right here at Pet Life Radio with me, Raquel Wynn, and win with dogs. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. We know you're begging for more. So back to It's a Doggy Dog World with your fetching hosts, Liz Palaika and this week's co-hosts, Kate Abbott and Petra Burke. Welcome back to It's a Doggy Dog World. I'm your host, Liz Palaika, and with me are my friends, Petra Burke and Kate Abbott. And today we're talking about old dogs. And I think one of the first things we need to talk about is some of the health changes. Now, Riker's just turned 10, and he's got some of the old dog lumps and bumps, and those happen. I know, Kona's nine, and he's getting it too, little by little. But you know you're right. I was just thinking about it. I can't, I I don't know. I think he's the best dog. He's just wonderful. Yeah, Yeah, the ages. They sit on the couch. Exactly. They know you. And you just, you know, you pet them, you feel the little bumps. That's almost heartbreaking because they're getting Yeah. Home, you know? Well, when Riker turned 10 in April, I took him into our veterinarian. And we all go to the same vet. And uh, had him get a an old dog exam. And I argued with the vet. He doesn't need an old dog exam. He's not an old dog. What do they call it? Geriatric? <laughs> yeah. So, no, I think he was being a little kinder. Senior dog. Senior, senior dog. Senior dog. And I'm going, he's not a senior dog. And, mature. He's mature. And uh, Denial, denial, denial. Yes, total <laughs> denial. And Dr. Paul said, Liz, didn't you just say he turned 10? Yeah. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> but he's still my puppy dog. <laughs> One of the things I did with all his lumps and bumps is, and Petra helped me do this, is I made a chart of them. Yep. And we, we, we drew, drew a, a rough picture <laughs> yes. of, of Riker, and yes, then we yeah. charted all his little lumps and bumps. <laughs> and you know what? Our vet loved it. Because when I took Riker in, I said, here they all are, and about 
the size that they are. Mm-hmm. And he took my chart, put it in Riker's record, went over Riker. Oh, yep, here's this one. Oh, yep, here's this one. We did have him take a look at each of them to make sure that they're not something to be concerned about, and they're not. They're just the little fatty tumors. But that way, if there's a change, exactly, we know that one of these lumps or bumps have changed. So that's I think that's important, especially if your dog has quite a few of them. The other thing is, is the teeth. Teeth. Yeah. I mean, you see so many of the older dogs with just bad, nasty teeth. mouths. Yeah, and it, there's no reason for it. No. And we know that an infection in the gums can affect the heart, the kidneys, all the bodily organs. And a dog being an older dog can't fight it off as easy. Yeah. You know? That same plaque that can build up in the... In the the mouth with bad teeth can definitely get passed on to the heart and the brain for that mm-hmm. matter sure. and affect the rest of their health. So mm-hmm. that's an easy thing, relatively easy to keep their mouth nice and clean. And ways you can do that, brush their teeth, have something nice and hard for them to chew on. And I'm going to say this to the world, dry dog food does not clean your dog's teeth. (laughs) You don't brush your teeth with crackers. (laughs) It just, we hear it all the time. They have to eat dry dog food to help scrape their teeth clean. And it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. They might take one bite and then swallow. Yeah. That does nothing. But if your dog can chew on, my favorite is the bull bull pizzles. But you know what? When Dr. Paul looked at Riker's teeth, he said they were wonderful for a 10-year-old dog. So he said they were wonderful, period. He didn't classify it for a 10-year-old dog. So keep those teeth clean. I also use a water pick. I'll use a brand name here. Not the same one Paul and I use. (laughs) And here is the disclaimer. Liz does not have any stock in the water pick company. However, she does endorse this product. a separate one for the dogs and you have to get them used to it but it comes with a brush head and you can use that on their teeth and it's wonderful it keeps the teeth clean i have to admit the first time liz told me it took a while for that mental image to digest and me to get the but she does it out in the backyard (laughs) right they're used to it now yeah you don't do it in the living room (laughs) no not not a good thing Hey, keeping the teeth clean is important. (laughs) With you there. Yep, yep. The eyes. What old dog has changes to his eyes. And you might notice it in their, therefore, their behavior. Um, Try not to move your furniture around a whole lot. Um, You know, I mean, really. (laughs) Yeah, especially when yours goes blind. Well, yeah, like Kona. Yeah, but normally you see it when they get kind of cloudy, you know, and I... I always, I remember with Shasta, I had her checked. And, I mean, she was on schedule, as, as I, I guess you can call it, for getting it. But it was tough when Kona became blind so young. And you're right. <laughs> don't move furniture around. <laughs> and don't be surprised if your dog doesn't recognize you in the twilight when you first come in or something. Right. They may not be able to see you. Talk to them. Dog. Let yeah. them know it's you. I do talk to them until they start losing their hearing. But we have learned through experience that a lot of dogs, old dogs, have selective hearing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they can the hear case. the can opener just fine. Uh-huh. <laughs> At one point, I was living with four toy poodles that were between the ages of 15 and 17. Oh. 
Oh. So, to get everyone's attention, it was stomp on the floor for the deaf dog and then wave my arms now. So I stomp on the floor so the vibration of the blind dog could feel. Right. And wave my arms madly so but that the, the deaf, deaf dog, but who could still see, you know. <laughs> and then actually, I bet you were quite entertaining I, trying to get the dog's am. attention. I often am, actually, frankly. But... Um, <laughs> Stop waving and get one of them, and then they would sort of move together as an old dog pack, you know, helping each other along. The best part was the cat getting in there to help them. Let's go, guys! Everybody up and moving. Here we go. Oh, a herding cat. Yes. Yes. It was, and he would actually walk the dogs down the hallway. So when they got to the bend, he would shoulder them and make the help to help them make that turn. So they wouldn't run into the wall. He was a great guide cat. So the old poodles were also a little dementia. They're probably a little bit, but I think it was also payback for all those years that they had been cleaning the cat's ears. Oh, and keeping okay. Them nice and clean. Oh, okay. That time. was nice. <laughs> they were butts. The other thing that we often see in, in old dogs is uh, arthritis. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. Little stiff mm-hmm. getting up in the morning after they've been laying on the, the cool tile in the house, a little stiff getting up. Or the, uh, the winters, when it's cooler, yep, damp, yep, that affects them. Now, uh, Riker also does have severe hip dysplasia, and so the arthritis with that makes it a little stiff. But, uh, but he's not a complainer. No, he's very mm-hmm. stoic, and he probably is in more pain than I can guess, because he is very stoic. On the other hand, my Rottweiler Gina is not stoic at all. No, she, she gets the least little bump. And <laughs> somewhere at three o'clock in the morning, I guess she got up to change positions on the bed and cried and, and screamed. Oh, jeez! Scream! I came just upright like a Halloween <laughs> haunted house party uh, item. Blah! And she was like, oh, "It hurts! It hurts! It hurts!" And she lay back down again. And she was fine. But I'm still, you know, my heart. Your like, adrenaline's <laughs> going. <laughs> So I uh, made a mental note to give her some pain yeah, medication yeah, before there, going to bed tonight. There's there's a little happy medium in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I think one of the biggest things that, that dog owners need to do with old dogs is um, pay attention to anything different, any changes. Because if your dog's developing um, a problem with his kidneys or his liver or his heart or or unfortunately a disease such as cancer, usually things, the first clue we have is a change. Mm. A change in eating habits, a change in bowel habits, a change in urinary habits, a change in activity, change in the dog's uh, attitude. Wanting to be petted and not wanting to be petted. It may Mm -hmm. actually be painful to be petted if something's not right. Sure. And a lot of times, uh, in the natural world, an animal who is ill often withdraws. We see it more in cats, but dogs often do too. He's going out under the desk or back in the bedroom in his crate, or he's hiding somewhere. Anything that's different should key your response to, to check into it more. And don't just assume it's a behavioral issue. I actually did get called out on private training for a dog who is ignoring his owners and and turning his back on them and being bad. And I'm like, the dog's old. It doesn't know you're calling him anymore. If you went around and got his attention and he, oh, he was happy to follow you and to come. 
So it wasn't a behavioral issue at all. It was a physical issue. Oh, poor baby. And I felt really bad that they were, like, yelling at him and getting mad at him. And, and when they finally got his attention, he probably didn't understand why they why were the, so yeah. angry. Which then, of course, he didn't want to be around them because they were always mad at him. So it was a spiral downward. Oh, poor baby. It's very sad. <laughs> Old dogs deserve to be snuggled and cuddled. And I, I shook my finger at them. Oh, well, good. I did. I and got... what our listeners don't really know is that Kate never shakes her finger at anybody. No, she's a nice person. She's the nicest one of the three of us. (laughs) Another thing that uh, we need to keep in mind for old dogs is keeping them physically busy. Physically and mentally. I mean, just because it's an old dog, don't put them on the back burner or throw them to the wayside. I mean, we, like, Liz and I were talking, well, and you and Gina, it's enjoyable to have an old dog. I like to. It's just Thursdays. It's just a me and Kona day. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. him and I will just go for a little walk. Yeah, he can't see, but you know what? He spends time with me. Mm-hmm. We snuggle. We play with his ball that makes a noise, you know. And and we still do our little thing. He loves it. Mm-hmm. Loves it. He still demos for class, you know. Riker's still doing therapy dog work with kids. Yeah, I keep offering to retire him, but he's not about to have no, any no, of no, it. In fact, we've I've brought him out here for our therapy dog training classes once in a while, and and he still wants to be in the middle of it. Yep. His hips may hurt, but and and he may be sore the next day, but he doesn't care. He wants to be in the middle of it. Yeah, and you know, uh, throwing the ball or a toy for them. So I don't throw it as far as I do for my young guy. Exactly. But she gets that same thrill in her eye seeing the toy being thrown for three feet. Sure. And grabbing it and bringing it to me. Yeah. Riker, when I'm reading the newspaper first thing in the morning, Riker will bring a toy over. I'll grab the toy, throw it a couple feet across the living room rug so that he doesn't run on the slippery tile. He brings it back. And so, sure, we play, we have fun. But the other thing is continue to teach them. Oh, yeah. Trick training is awesome for an old dog. Yeah. And that old adage, you cannot teach an old dog new tricks. I love Mythbusters. (laughs) For those of you who haven't found it, Mythbusters on the Discovery Channel. I do not own a part of the show, but I do endorse it. (laughs) They, They did a segment on can you teach an old dog new tricks. Now, my only critique was the dogs were only seven or eight they years old. Yeah, they weren't that old. They weren't that old. Yeah. But they proved that... And they older, were huskies. I thought that was funny. Yeah, not always the most tough, easily trained. No, that a, that's a tough breed. <laughs> but both Jamie and Adam trained the dogs, yeah, showed did. that the dogs can learn new tricks, yeah. and, and dispelled that myth. Yeah. You know, in the past week, I've taken three phone calls on our training line phone number, and each of them have asked how... What is the maximum age a dog can come to class? Oh, we've had 9, 10, 12-year-old yeah. dogs come to class. I say, class. I always tell everybody, there's no there's age no. limit. That's no. what I said. There there's is no, no max. age limit. Yeah. Did we have a 12-year-old Pekingese that had been came Yeah, through? we did. Yes, yeah. we did. And we had, awesome. I think, um, mm-hmm. one of the oldest dogs we had, I think we had a 13-year-old come through therapy dog class. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, because, because yeah. nothing wrong with that. Yeah. So awesome. keep their mind busy, keep their body busy. Sometimes uh, I forget that, too. I was working on some new tricks with Walter, mm-hmm. and he was being a little bit, I want to just play with the ball. I don't want to learn a new trick. 
And I turned around and my old girl was watching, so I invited her over. She was delighted to start learning, which of course revved my younger guy up to, oh, wait a minute, if you've got an option. But um, so I've now made some more time with her to teach her some new stuff. Yep, yep, it's wonderful. Yep, keep that mind and body busy. Now, of course, physically, physically, you want to tailor it to the dog. I don't have Riker do agility anymore because of his hips. I do hook him up to the two-wheel sulky, the lightweight sulky every once in a while. But I don't ask him to do things that are beyond his capability. And I think that's funny because, well, like, Kona and Riker are half-brothers. Yeah. And so Kona obviously can't do Kona's blind. He can't see it. But we'll hook him up to a wagon. And, and he loves like, to pull. And Riker can see where they're going. And Kona's physically fit. So, but can't see. So, so they make a great pair. It's a great <laughs> pair for pulling a wagon. Kona can supply the power and Riker supplies the vision. I'm thinking we're just <laughs> developing the first paired agility team. <laughs> no, let's do it with the wagon, not the agility. <laughs> and the wheel poles will be really wide. <laughs> On that note, we're going to leave you for a word for our sponsors. Just... Just visualize that, (laughs) (laughs) and we'll be back in a minute. Sit. Stay. It's a doggy dog world. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Give your dog some thought with Dog Thoughts. It's the iPhone application that everyone's talking about. Hey, what do you think of this? A man in Davis, California says he's invented an application for the iPhone that claims it can read your dog's mind. Huh? No, it's true. I read about it on my cat's Twitter page. That's fine. Jay Leno talked about it, CBS reported on it, and now you can see what all the buzz is about. Created just for dog lovers, Dog Thoughts makes taking photos of your furry best friend more fun. Shake your dog and read his mind. On your iPhone, of course. Take a pic of your pup, shake your phone, and watch as his thoughts appear on the screen. Does he have a bone to pick with you, or is he having a tail-wagging day? Get your Dog Thoughts iPhone app today. Just 99 cents. Go to PetLifeRadioPromotions.com. That's PetLifeRadioPromotions.com. Welcome to Pet Planet. Here's a copy of Pet Planet Magazine, Florida's most informative and fun pet resource magazine. It features heartwarming stories and informative articles from local and national pet experts. Excellent. Pet Planet Magazine offers Operation Planet Rescue, helping rescued pets find new homes. And it's available at 500 locations in South and Central Florida and 24-7 on the Internet at PetPlanetMagazine.com. If you're out and about with your pet, you may be featured in Paparazzi, Candid pictures of you and your pet. For up-to-date pet-friendly events, activities, and pet-related services and products, Pet Planet Magazine is your final destination. I shall take this magazine home with me. Back to your home planet? No, to my condo in Boca. Pet Planet Magazine. Check them out at www.petplanetmagazine.com or 352-394-8578. It's out of this world. From Pet 
Paris, New York, and around the globe. Get ready for the hip, the trendy, the uber cool where pets rule. If you've got a passion for pet fashion and a flair for animal wear, this is the ultimate place to take a peek at what's chic in the world of designer pet fashion and cool new pet products. The Pet Set, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. We know you're begging for more. So back to It's a Doggy Dog World with your fetching hosts, Liz Palaika and this week's co-hosts, Kate Abbott and Petra Burke. Welcome back to It's a Doggy Dog World. I'm your host, Liz Palaika, and with me are my good friends, Petra Burke and Kate Abbott. And we're talking today about old dogs. Uh, we talked first about old dogs' health, the, the old dog quote-unquote lumps and bumps, uh, the changes that will happen in his joints, his eyes, his teeth, his hearing. We also talked a little bit about keeping that old dog busy, mentally and physically, and the fact that they can continue to learn. But dogs can't suffer from dementia, just like people can. I don't think they've actually... Uh, diagnosed Alzheimer's disease specifically, but they can suffer from dementia. And uh, I know I've had discussions with my veterinarian about it with previous old dogs. I don't think they any really did specifically suffer from dementia, but they had some changes mentally as they grew older. But there are some medications now for dementia. It's typically diagnosed behaviorally, as I understand it. So the dog that sort of stands in the corner and just cries. Sure. I mean, he's obviously not happy, and yet you may not be able to find anything physically outstanding or wrong with him. And so they sort of diagnose that as dementia. And they've come up with some um, prescriptions these days that can help these dogs relax and not have to be put down as soon. Sure, sure. And enjoy their lives. And, and you know, even if it helps for just a, a period of time, so you can prepare yourself and the dog for unfortunately, you know, what's going to happen. It gives you some time to mentally prefer, prepare for it. And if it increases the dog's quality of life for that period of time, mm -hmm. that's wonderful. Invaluable. Something else you need to keep in mind with the old dog is, is let's make him comfortable. Well, especially after you've kept him busy, busy. Physically. <laughs> right. They're going to get a little tired sooner, <laughs> and then they could be probably a little sore. I know when Gina, when she runs around and plays ball too much, she's a... Uh, she, we see her. she pays she's, for it. Yeah, man. she's yeah. sore later on. And since she's much more sensitive to it. <laughs> no, I did. She just complains louder. That's I all. did break down and I got Riker. Riker, well, my dogs are allowed on the sofa. And I keep a nice snuggly blanket up on the sofa for Riker because he likes to nest in it. But for back in the bedroom, I did break down and I got him an egg crate bed. And egg crate, that's the, uh, uh, the, is it foam now or is it something else? Uh, it could be different ones, but okay. foam normally, yeah. Yeah, and it's shaped yeah. like an egg crate. Yeah. So that helps prevent pressure sores or, or, or helps make them more comfortable. And in Riker's case, he's not a dog that's ever tolerated the heat well. And I think the egg crate beds are a little cooler. Mm -hmm. And uh, he really likes his egg crate bed. And heaven forbid, should the puppy get it first. <laughs> mm. You know, many years ago, I had a Mastiff 
who was already you know, well on in his age when I adopted him and um, was quite grizzled old man trying to find a bed for a mastiff because he couldn't really curl up anymore. He was a little stiff. Uh, sure. Um, I went to, the, of course, I went to the Goodwill or thrift <laughs> shop because that's where I'm always to be found. Um, <laughs> baby crib mattress. Oh, sure. It was the perfect size for him. Oh, that's true. And I put a nice fleece cover on it so he could get all snuggling in on it. And he loved that. It gave him support for his entire body. And he could stretch out on it. And um, Now, when Dax was an old dog, the, the, the female Australian Shepherd that Paul and I lost um, a year and a half ago, Dax liked comfort. Yeah. And at one of the discount superstores, I found the fake... Fleece, yeah. fake sheep fleece, you know, mm-hmm. the great big, huge, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and I, white, long, fluffy, I brought that home, put that on the couch, oh, she claimed that in a heartbeat, <laughs> she, we didn't even have to tell her Dax up, she was in it, and snuggled, and nesting, and scratching, and that was hers till the day she died. Mm-hmm. She just said, okay, I'm an old dog. I've worked hard. This one's mine. Good. <laughs> I was able to find fake mink for Gina. Oh. <laughs> nice part about that is, you know, black Rottweiler hairs on the black mink didn't really show up. So. <laughs> oh. But it's the same idea. She likes to snuggle in it. It's sure. nice and thick. The nice thing now is there are so many different kinds of beds. I mean, from... From hammock-type beds to mattress-type beds to... Memory foam. Memory foam and eggshell, and there's just all kinds. And every dog's got his or her own likes. Exactly. And and health problems. So uh, take a a look at some of the beds that are available, and and make sure your old dog's got a comfy bed. I think because of Gina's arthritis in her back, she really enjoys the bolster on her... On her bed. Oh, leaning up she against it? She will definitely it. lay there with her back up against it. Uh, well, it probably makes it a little warmer, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Now, something else, ramps or steps. When that old dog can't jump in the car anymore or can't get up on your bed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know with one of my old dogs years ago, we, my husband built one, but that sucker was heavy. It wasn't mobile. And uh, nowadays... You can buy them commercially. Ramps made specifically for the back of your car that hook up onto your bumper. Steps or ramps to go up to your bed that are relatively space-saving. There's a lot of different things you can use. I made ramps so that the four elderly poodles could get up on the bed. And it's still being used today for my elderly Rottweiler. (laughs) I made that sucker. Well done. It's a good ramp. Kate, what are we going to do with you? I I still have my ramp in the truck, too. I hardly don't don't use it as much these days. But when my previous Rottweiler had the bone cancer, Ah. um, so I made a little false bottom of the truck to go over the ramp. So it doesn't bother me to carry it around. Well, and you carry a lot of other things under that false bottom of the truck, not not just the ramp. I don't have stock in any thrift stores, but I certainly do endorse them. (laughs) Yeah! Oh, dear. One man's trash is another woman's treasure. Okay. Yes, which is why here at the Kindred Spirits Training Yard, Kate has her own closet that's all hers. Favorite McGee closet. 
<laughs> Wonderful stuff in there. You know, we were talking just a few minutes ago, or in the first half of the show, about um, dogs losing their hearing. My mom's old cavalier, who's since passed away, lost his hearing. And so what I did for her is I got one of the electronic collars that vibrated. And with that, we were able to teach him that when he felt the collar vibrate, he was to turn and look at mom and find her. Right. And that way she could give a hand signal for the come. And you know what? We, he was not the brightest dog, but we taught him that one 15-minute session. It was real easy. We keyed the collar, so it vibrated. She fed him a treat. We keyed the collar. She fed him a treat. Then we started moving him across the room, and she would give a wide sweeping motion with her hand, which we were teaching him meant come, and she held out a treat, and he ran to her. And like I say, within about 15 minutes, he, was, he could do it from anywhere in the backyard of the house. He would feel the collar and go look for her. And that, I think, was a life-saving command. Not just day-to-day living when he was out in the backyard barking. She could get him inside. But if he went out the front gate, if he went out the front door, she could key that collar and have him come to her. And peace of mind for your mother. Sure. Oh, yeah. Sure. Definitely. The other one, was it, I think you heard about scented candles. For, um... Right. For um, blind dogs? For blind dogs, so they have an idea of where they are in the house. You so don't, you put lavender in the bedroom and orange in the kitchen and, yeah, and sage even, in the living room? They don't even necessarily have to be lit. Just they probably don't even have to be lit. Well, no, because their nice sense of smell. Yeah. But that goes along with oh. the furniture. Don't mess up the smells. Don't mess up the candles. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. It's not nice to play tricks on your old dog. <laughs> Let's see. Let's put lavender in the bedroom, sage in the living room, orange in the kitchen. Do that for a month and then whoosh, rearrange. (laughs) Actually, I have to tell this story. Just if you don't think dogs have a sense of humor and payback too. um, When the littlest of the poodles, who was also the hardest to get along with, both with people and with other dogs. Oh, he's the one that lived the longest? Um, That's payback? <laughs> pretty, pretty much. We, we called him poodle, poodle with a Mohawk, mad as hell. He was just a funny looking little boy. Well, he'd given all the other dogs a hard time all of his life. When he finally went blind and he would be tottering around on little crab legs, the two younger dogs would get up on a chair or a bench or something. So that he couldn't find them? Well, wait for him to totter by. Then they'd lean down, lean, get down close to his ear and go, bark. And he would start spinning and getting mad. Who's in my way? And they would just sit back and and laugh. And then he'd settle down and start, and they would just lean over and go, bark again. Oh, it was... It was payback. <laughs> and I said, those funny. were the dogs that were laughing. <laughs> well, dogs do laugh because when Dax passed away, she was the dominant bitch in the household by every definition of the word. And all her life, she was the boss dog. And when she died, Riker and Bashir did not grieve at all. They threw a party. They walked in the house. They looked around, said, she's not here. Woohoo! The Wicked Witch is dead. And I'm sorry we did miss Dax. <laughs> but they had a party. So, yeah, dogs, it dogs. Was time, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think the last thing we have to mention about old dogs and, 
and I know we've all talked about this before, is there's a certain point in old dogs' lives when they, even very, very well-trained dogs, they decide that old dogs don't have to follow the rules. Yeah, oh gosh, I think we were. I think we're noticing it once in a while, Conan and Riker, right now. Uh, uh, Riker's mm-hmm. starting to. I tell yeah, the other boys once in a while. I tell everybody outside, and Riker sits and watches. You too. You don't need an engraved invitation. You go outside yeah. also. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but just about every old dog reaches that point. They do. They Even do. if they're hale and hearty and healthy, at some point it's like. Well, the puppies and young dogs have to behave. Old dogs don't have to behave. Or like or you, you mentioned, old dogs need an invitation. Or you, like you mentioned earlier, the selective hearing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Kona does that. It's like Kona, you might be blind, but you're not deaf. Because <laughs> you sure can hear the ba- the the cookie jar of dog treats if you uh-huh. want to. Mm-hmm. Pop the can on the food, and they go, "Woohoo! I'm here!" Go, yeah. sweetie pie, come, and they, um, not me. Surely it's not for me. (laughs) But I guess that shows, one, they're still thinking. Oh, yeah. They're they're mentally aware. Yeah. And yes, dogs do have a sense of humor. They do. (laughs) All right. Well, I think that gives you lots to think about for when your your dog is growing older. Treasure your old dog. Treasure your old dog. Old dogs are, are something special. Unfortunately... Far too many dogs don't live to be old dogs. And so when we've got one that's an old dog, um, just keep in mind that dog knows you better than probably anybody else in your life. And I think when we see students that have rescued or adopted an older dog, I think that probably excites me more. I just get thrilled. I'm like, you well, know we've what? got a, a gray-faced tell- golden retriever in yeah, training right yeah. now. <laughs> I always tell him, you know what? Thank you for adopting an older dog. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's very cool. Yep. All right, well, that's it for us uh, this time. Tune in later. The next show we record, we're going to be talking about interactive toys. And that's going to be fun because we're going to get a whole bunch of them and try them out first. And then we'll give you some. We're going to name names and brand names and models and everything else. (laughs) (laughs) But we're going to test them on our dogs first. So. Check back with us. We're going to have a show on interactive toys. See you next time. Bye-bye. Having a rough day? Longing for the dog days of summer? Think your fun furry friend lives a dog's life? Well, find out everything you're begging to know as Pet Life Radio presents It's a Doggy Dog World with pet expert and award-winning author Liz Palaika. Every dog has his day, and you'll find out how to make your dog's day fun and rewarding every week on demand only on PetLifeRadio.com.